Okay, number 33. I want to remind you of something that, you know, we, we tend to lose and it can be lost in this day of information and age of debate and age of everybody having a stance and an opinion. And human beings, according to Scripture, are justified before God by faith. Faith. And then we walk and choose to live by faith. What is faith? Right off the bat, it's not knowing. We don't know. Uh, we don't know a damn thing, to tell you the truth, in the truest sense of it. We see through a glass darkly, and God intended this to be how he wanted it, that we live by faith, which is not knowing, right? And um, so, sure, we look at all the data before us, and we believe um, is true, and we believe is good, solid knowledge, um, and we all choose to take the data before us and believe it relative to the points of God that we have relative to faith. One person sees a baby born, sees a person die. They are blown away by the experience of life coming into this world, life exiting this world, and it increases and it in, uh, and it supports their faith. Another person watches a birth, sees a death, and to them it's absolutely biological. There's, it does not do anything uh, to increase their faith in God. They see no connection between a creator and the birth of a child or the death of a loved one. The difference between everything, the decision to look to the evidences in, from a position of faith. The first chooses to see the birth or death through the eyes of faith. The latter does not. It's really as simple as that. And it's no more than that. It's the choice to assign all the, uh, all the, information and the experiences to faith, to assign it and to say, I believe what I'm seeing and learning supports my views of God. Other people see the same information, experience the same things, and they choose to not use it to support their views of God. In this world, you can't make, you can't say one is better than the other. And, and that's part of the point too. And we forget that. We think that because we experience something and have information and we see it through eyes of faith that our view is superior. And I would suggest we get rid of that. I would just suggest that we say it's a decision. It's a choice. That's all it is. And what it does by seeing it that way is it places the onus of that choice on the individual. 
somebody looks at nature, looks at the skies, sees the orbits of the planets or whatever it is, and they say there's no God. That's, that does not prove anything to me. That's true. It, it doesn't prove anything to a person who chooses not to have faith. Others who choose to have faith look at the stars, look at nature, look at the forest, the sea, and everything else, and they say, I believe that this information indicates there's a God. I tend to see proofs of God in everything. <clears throat> and as I've gone on through my life more and more, when I was LDS, I did not see proofs of God in things. Therefore, I was not impressed by nature. I hated nature. Didn't make anything to me. I didn't like animals. I didn't have any appreciation for anything. It was a very different approach, even though I was religious. When I came to faith, everything became a product and an evidence of God. But it's a choice I make. It's really something I choose to do. And I could feasibly choose to turn away from that. I could become more what they call scientifically minded. And I could say this is just a product of evolution and the Big Bang and, and whatever, right? So I find, and I, I uh, was interviewed on a show by a guy named John DeLynn years ago, and um, he said, give me an evidence of God. And I gave one, and I, I know I was given this by God to give because it's so foolish and so simple. But I didn't want to go to the cosmological argument, and I didn't want to go to the miracle of a birth or the, uh, the human eye or, and all of that, all that stuff. I knew it, but I didn't want to go to that. I said, for your audience and for this situation, I'm going to say that a great evidence of God is food and recipes. People got on. They said, this guy's a joke. Food and recipes around the world, yeah. I'm blown away that taro in the Hawaiian Islands is a staple of those people living on those rocks and that they make poi and it is something they eat all the time. I'm blown away that rice is fundamental to Asian countries. I'm blown away that rice and beans can, play, can uh, give you all 10 uh, uh, necessary amino acids, acids for a people. I'm blown away by the spices of this world, the combinations of flavors. I'm blown away by what happens when you add uh, 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 an acid to a salt, to a sweet, and the cooking. It blows my mind that on this earth, this globe, all of these products are there for human beings to use, eat, assimilate, and that it comes from the hand of a creator. A non-believer says, there's not one bit of evidence for a creator there. We come, human beings came from a pond scum, lightning struck it, we developed, polywogs became apes, developed into human beings, and along with us, the material that surrounds us came up with us, and it, it assimilates with our bodies because we're all material, and we eat it, and it benefits us, and there's no creative a hand in that and they see it that way and they have that right and so do I but I want to get away from the idea that we are saved by knowledge I want to get away from the idea that Christians should go 
face-to-face, head-to-head with non-believers and argue over knowledge. It's stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous because all it is is opinions. Opinions. I think the best way for Christians to engage with the world that doesn't believe is to first and foremost admit, I choose to see these things through the eyes of faith. You do not. But your view of those things is no is not superior to mine. That's the difference between us. It's faith. So as intelligent as all these atheists can be in their knowledge and their assessment of knowledge, and we can give them their, their educations and we can give them their view as making some sense and having reason, it's no more valid than someone who says, I think God did it. And it doesn't more prove the absence of a God than our faith proves the presence of one. It's not about proof and knowledge. In Christianity, it's all about faith. And the atheists, if they're smart, will then attack the faith people place on things. And then all you have to say is, well, I could attack what you say is the uh, origin of the information you have, but I won't do it. I live by faith that God has a hand in the creation of the universe and cosmos and, and uh, world and earth and, the, and my body and the people who live on it. You don't. And that would kill apologetics, which are so stupid. I mean, I get that, you know, it's, it's really nice to be able to see things that confirm our beliefs, but they are just confirmations within the mindset of someone who chooses to believe. They are not absolute confirmations of truth. How do we know? Because God does not have us walking by uh, knowledge. He has us walking by faith, where we have to choose to decide to believe that something is of him and not. When people die and enter into the heavenly realm and desire to enter into his kingdom, the new Jerusalem above, there is no quiz on what your knowledge is of things. You don't have to know who Zebediah was. You don't have to know what the law was. You don't have to know what any of these things are. You probably don't even have to know who Jesus was in this life. What you had to know, what you had to prove, or what you will have to prove, is did your heart acquiesce to God in harmony with what you were given. The proverbial, sorry, uh, Aborigines, the proverbial Aborigine of the 1750s, out there in the tundra, looking up to the stars and saying in their heart, there's someone bigger than me, I believe that, versus the Aborigine who looks up to those stars and says, that's nothing. That's the difference between people who enter into the kingdom. Faith, according to what they've been given. You know, Christians get all bogged down and say, no, you got to say Jesus, you got to say his name, Jesus, which is in his name, and you got to do all these things, right? And you got to do that, and to be right. No, listen, to get into the kingdom, it's a heart of faith. And that's a choice. 
for every person relative to the knowledge and information and experiences they've been given. I believe, absolutely believe that in the end, they'll see that it was all Jesus. And I believe that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess before him. Sure. But it's faith. And people will learn that the faith that they were having is based upon him. So it is not knowledge and we won't be tested and quizzed. Simply put, we do not know anything. And I wish this is the stance that Christians would take before the world. Instead, what we get are a bunch of intellectually driven Christians who want to try to make the world believe there was an ark and every animal in the world fit on it and the flood was worldwide and then all the stuff that goes along with it. We want to prove that. <clears throat> we can't prove anything. We shouldn't try because it's faith, the writer of Hebrews says. It's impossible to please God but by faith. Paul said in Corinthians 13, hey, you can have all knowledge. All knowledge. Do you hear that? All knowledge. If you don't have love, you've got nothing. See, it's not about knowledge. Faith, hope, and love. And I pray that we will stand proud before others who are faithless and mock faith. And proclaim our faith. I am not ashamed of the faith I have. Yes, it makes me a fool in the eyes of the wise. But I am not ashamed to claim it as the reason and the hope I have for God existing and being there. The world operates by knowledge, so-called absent of faith. And when we get into the ring, we only degrade ourselves before them, when we get into the ring and try to prove God, prove God to godless people. I tend to think that knowledge so-called presented by apologetically driven Christians is all founded in pride. I really do. I think that those guys who are out there thinking that they can debate atheists, I think for the most part, not always, but for the most part, are filled with pride and they love to hear themselves speak and spout postulations to which the people in the crowd that side with faith will applaud. Big fricking deal. I wish to see a debate that's heralded and thousands show up in an arena between a Christian and an atheist and the Christian says, I walk by faith. I can't prove a damn thing. Over debate over. And then that Christian leaves and humbly goes to live their life of faith, followed by love, which is, is, is the command placed upon us. Certainly, we can privately and amongst ourselves, carefully, present evidences that we see for God. Uh, please understand, I would readily teach that the cosmos are evidence of God. And that there is a knowledge of him in things, okay? But I'm talking about in terms of comparing and contrasting with a world that does not believe. We can't prove anything. That's my point. So again, let's defend faith. Let's stand by faith. Let's without 
any sort of resistance or shame. Embrace faith as what we live by because that's what it is. All right? And that's my message for you this week. Love you.